Vegetarian Zen, episode number 77. Welcome to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a healthy lifestyle. Now sit back, relax, and prepare to get your veg on. Veg Zeners, welcome back to Vegetarian Zen. My name is Vicky. And this is Larissa. In today's episode of the Vegetarian Zen podcast, we're going to be sharing some of our favorite go to meals for busy weeknights. We all have those. Once the week gets going, I mean, Sunday, late afternoon to like evening is all about getting ready for the week, right? And mm-hmm. the last thing you want to be worrying about when the week hits is what are you going to be eating? And we still struggle with this. Yeah, we do. Extent. We do, even though I'm here. Uh, you know, I get busy doing things and I get distracted and forget. And, you know, I'm, I'm not as good of a planner as Vicky is. Uh, so I don't get the meals planned out all the time. And so it's nice to have several just easy meals that we really like that we can do on a regular basis. Yeah. And, you know, we have a meal planner that we purchased and actually there's a link to it on our website that is fabulous but we just have not been very good about keeping up with it and I think what happened was it's one of those things where you know as a couple we take on certain responsibilities and really I think that's probably my domain I mean the planning part is probably better my domain because I'm just more of a planner and I do all the cooking you do the tactical work yeah although you did make me breakfast this morning it was wonderful it was so nice but um, anyways, okay, so let's uh, first get into a rating I know we have, and then we'll uh, jump into the episode. All right. And, you know, we are so fortunate. Believe it or not, we are still working on reviews from August. That is so And awesome. this is November. So thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone who has left us reviews. But uh, now this one is still from August, and it is from Mr. Clever. So is that like Mr. Wonderful on, on Shark Tank? <laughs> Mr. <Hopefully Clever>. not. <laughs> no, I'm sure Mr. Clever is very nice. Yeah. Uh, and in his review, he's very nice. He says, have been vegetarian for a while and am always curious to see and hear things of this nature. Love that they cover different aspects of food and I can pick what I want to learn about. Cool hosts who aren't pushy. So if you're veg curious, as they say, you'll find this a very friendly environment. That's awesome. That's really cool. Yes, and that is a perfect segue into the next little uh, news we have that we want to talk about really quickly, and that is to announce officially our Facebook group has started. Yeah, that started this week. Now, remember, we're recording... We're a couple of weeks ahead, so we're actually ca- talking to you from the past. We are. Right? Kind of freaky, <laughs> today, right? today, the day we're recording right now, it's November 22nd. Right. And the release date for this episode is December 7th, so we're uh, we're a few weeks ahead of you then. Yeah. So, so this launched this past week. Yes. And uh, now, we've been talking about this for a while, and we it took us a while to get it all together. And so the name of the group is the Peas and Carrots Society, Friends of Vegetarian Zen. Yeah, we want to thank everybody who pushed us to do this because we had some, this is really based on community member engagement and folks said they wanted a place to be able to ask other vegetarians questions. So this is what pushed us to to uh, start the group. So thank you for, for uh, really holding us to this because we had been saying we wanted to do it. Yes. So just, I mean, just a few people to, to shout out who had asked us, Danielle, uh, Susan, Trammell, uh, a few other people, Sarah, one of our newer members, um, Everybody was really I've seen supportive. Some on there. Yeah, we yeah, have. Really cool. And uh, so the group is a closed group, which means that 
you have to ask to join and then, you know, we'll approve you. And people uh, can find the group on Facebook, but you can only see posts in the group if you're a member. And we did it that way on purpose. We did it that way so that our group members would feel safe and comfortable about asking questions, or maybe you have like a question about a family issue or something like that, that, you know, you don't want maybe your mom to see if she's yeah. on Facebook, because it's it's a sensitive yeah. question. My so, family gives me a hard time. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, that's good. That's yeah. good. You did it that way. I didn't realize you set it up like that. Mm-hmm. That's good. I did. Yeah. And so you can find it. I'll put the link in the show notes. Uh, but if you want to just go to groups, uh, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash vegetarian zen. And that's how you'll find the group. And uh, <laughs> all my I, friends suck. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but uh yeah so just take a quick uh t- quick moment to go check it out click add or you know request to join and then once you join there's just a little post that has some basic guidelines if you read through that and we also have a document that is in the document the files section up at the top where you can add if you have a website if you want to add your instagram or your pinterest or any other links like that you can do that there. And thank you to Renee Bod, uh, Bod, I think it's Bod, one of our members who uh, kind of helped me get that going. So thanks, Renee. Very cool. All right. Are we ready, ready to get into our main topic then? I think so. And by the time this is over, I'm going to be hungry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, as we talk about these recipes, last podcast, we the last episode, we talked about some of our favorite individual foods. Mm-hmm. Now we're putting them together into recipes for you. And some things that, like Larissa said, they're kind of staples. We have these around pretty much all the time. So that way when we're busy and we don't, we can't really think about it, it just, this helps us to stay away from the temptation of fast food or, you know, we really don't get fast food. Like no, when I think of fast food, I think of McDonald's. Yeah. But I mean, you have, you have gotten a pizza before, like from mm-hmm. Little, Little Caesars, Caesars which is horrible. Yuck, I yuck, know yuck. it's awful. Yeah. So this is why this is good that we have, and I don't want to skip ahead too far. So let's just start, but we have some things kind of around like that, that are meant to be really quick fixes that are not necessarily the top of the health on the healthy food chain, I would say, but, and some of them are, mm-hmm. I mean, they're not unhealthy, but if it's between this and McDonald's or, you know, even little Caesars or whatever, <laughs> right. This, this definitely would win. Right. And there's nothing wrong with breakfast for dinner. Don't get us wrong. Sometimes a bowl of cereal just satisfies, but these are some, some really easy things. So let's, let's get right to it and start with one of our favorites. And I, I don't know, I kind of feel like this is maybe more my favorite than yours. I'm not sure. No, I like it. But uh, it's lemon chicken with mushrooms and broccoli. Now, chicken is, of course... Chicken! Yes. It's the, the corn brand, Q-U-O-R-N brand. Thank of, you for letting me do that, buddy. Yes. I, lo- I love it when you do that. I, I get such a kick out of you getting a kick out of doing it. <laughs> um, but it's the corn brand chicken tenders that we use. And these, they come frozen in and a bag. And of course, it's not chicken for anybody no. who's new to this no, or whatever. it's soy. So it's soy. It's it is soy. soy. Yeah. And that's why I said it's not necessarily the healthiest because it's processed. Mm-hmm. But you're trying to stick to plant-based or, you know, not meat, plant-based type of foods. And right. that's And better. not greasy. Not greasy, yeah. Fries. Uh, so it, I use the tenders. They come in a bag and they're frozen. And they're really, really super simple. I mean, the, the, the prep on this dish is really easy. The next one we're going to talk about a little more more 
steps involved and a little more time. But this one really quick, I mean, you're slicing some mushrooms, you're just chopping up some broccoli, you're going to take your tenders, brown them and I use just, just a little bit of olive oil. Now we have these all these on our website, right? Yeah, they're okay. all on the website. Yeah, we'll so have the links. Just so folks know, so they're not like trying mm-hmm. to frantically take down notes or if they're mm-hmm. driving, they don't have to worry about. They're all links to no. this stuff. Yeah. And the other thing to think about with these, I think as I scan down our list here, uh, like this one in particular and, and a couple others we'll be talking about are good for leftovers too. Mm-hmm. So that's really good for in the week because I can take this for lunch the next day very easily. And I, I have a gym in my work, so I'm just when I get out of the gym, I just go through something in the microwave real quick and, and eat it. And this is a good thing to do that. With. Oh, absolutely. And then the other good thing about this is I usually serve it with rice. And rice is something that, of course, you can cook in bulk ahead of time. And we've talked about that in our other uh, meal prepping, in the meal prepping podcast that we had. And I'll link to that. I don't remember the number offhand. But I'll link to it in the show notes, uh, where you can cook if it's something that you're going to be using in different dishes throughout the week, whether it's you're making a stir fry and you want rice with that, or you're doing fried rice or, or just a whole bunch of different things, just cook a big pot of rice uh, on Sunday. Yeah. Or on Saturday. And you can use that in multiple multiple meals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So I usually do this: the lemon chicken and mushrooms and bro- with mushrooms and broccoli over rice, and so I can easily do that ahead of time. It's really easy. There's very little cleanup with this one, and it's uh, that's one of the reasons I like it. But aside from that, it just tastes awesome. It, it is good. I will say you're right. It's more your favorite than mine, mm-hmm. but I I still like it. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not. It's just not at the top of my list. Right. Unlike the next one, (laughs) the next recipe we're going to talk about are broccoli patties. This is now, where did you get the original kind of recipe for this? You know, I don't even remember if, if I got it from somewhere, then it'll have an attribution on our website on the recipe that I have, but I don't remember where, if it's something I just kind of put changed together and, you know, kind of morphed thing. I don't remember. Well, what I love about this is it reminds me, and if any of my family are listening, like my brother, my, any of my siblings or my, my, um, cousins that my, one of my grandmothers, my great grandmother used to make, uh, tuna patties. Now I know that's. Yeah. Mine made uh, salmon uh, patties. Oh yeah. And they were horrible. It reminds me a lot of that without the tuna, obviously mm-hmm. just healthier broccoli substitute. Absolutely. And you know, it's funny you say that because when I was making these last week, I was thinking of those hideous salmon patties that my nanny used to make. And well, we were poor, so we had the tuna, yeah. the canned tuna. <laughs> well, they weren't they weren't well off either, but I don't I don't want to know where that salmon came from. <laughs> it was canned. True. It was canned. So, but uh, I and I would have to eat them Get it she from the crick out back from the crick. <laughs> No, Uh, but I would have to eat them. And uh, so it was like, literally, I swear, it felt like a bottle of ketchup per meal. Yes, just to get those things down. You didn't like fish even when we were eating meat. Yeah. Yeah. So So, So that wasn't hard for you to give up when we gave up meat. All right. So let's talk about how you make those just really quickly. All right. Well, yeah, these are, like I said, a little bit more involved than the lemon chicken. But still not not bad. And if you plan it out, you can do things like you can chop the broccoli ahead of time, like on the weekend, you can chop the leeks ahead of time. Uh, so basically, you're just going to do that chop your broccoli and your leeks. Uh, this now this is prep. Chop you're chopping broccoli and leeks, you're grating cheese. And I always I say great cheese because I we stopped we still do eat cheese. But we stopped buying the bagged. Yeah, the shredded cheese is bad. Yeah, because it's got stuff added to it and everything. So I buy the block, I get organic 
you know, whenever I can. Uh, same thing with Parmesan cheese. We still use Parmesan, but I get the block, the, the wedges, and I grate it myself. You know, and if you're vegan, of course, you you can leave that out. But the other thing is, though, we have we use eggs. But uh, what did we talk about using as egg substitute in the past? Well, they have egg substitute, right? That you can like. Yes, you can yeah. use the energy. Um, probably oh, the, energy right. the energy would be that's best. That's what I was trying to think. That's what I was trying to remember. The energy. I bet you that would work. That would as probably well. be best for this recipe, as opposed to like flax meal. Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean. Uh, flax seed ground flax seed because they kind of look like pancakes right? right but i think the ground flax seed would stiffen up too much so uh so yeah grate your cheeses uh then to cook them you're basically just sauteing the leeks adding the broccoli uh covering it and steaming it and then let that cool put it in a bowl let it cool and then you're going to add some breadcrumbs uh some egg and then your cheeses Mix that all together, salt and pepper, and then you just form your patties and cook them in a little oil. And oh god, they they're so good. Yeah, and we use broccoli only and, and leeks, but mm-hmm. you can probably probably use other stuff. Remember, I sent you a video earlier. We'll probably link to it on Facebook. There was a family that I think they're I don't know if they're trainers. They both look like trainers, the <laughs> husband and the wife. They look like trainers, but I mean they're like super in shape. But they were making vegetable what they called I think vegetable pancakes or mm-hmm. something, and mm-hmm. they had like carrot cat. Cabbage. So they had a lot of different vegetables in there. Well, I don't know if you remember, but before I found these broccoli ones or started doing the broccoli ones, I used to make zucchini patties. Oh, yeah, that's right. Remember? Yeah. And then once I started these, we decided we like these better. So I'll have to um, put that zucchini. I don't think I have that zucchini recipe, that patty recipe published, but I'll have to put that together yeah. and into your parents, recipe. I mean, this is also a good way to sneak in vegetables, mm-hmm. right? Get your kids because they look fun. And kids, mm-hmm. I know when I was a kid, I loved the, when my grandmother even made the tuna patties, mm-hmm. we loved them because they look like pancakes. Right. Know? And the, and the cool thing about this is you can chop that broccoli up really small. I yeah. mean, you can just chop and chop and chop until it's, it's, you know, like, like coarse breadcrumbs right. pretty much. And uh, that'll make it more, it won't make it as broccoli-y as far as the texture goes. Yeah, and these heat really well. <laughs> I was really surprised at how well these heat. They don't come out like really soggy or anything. Mm-mm. Now, I guess if you put them in the microwave, they might. But yeah, usually when I reheat, but I don't know. I mean, you could you could try it. But even if they were, even if they weren't really crispy, I think they would still be good. I think I've even had one cold, like, I yeah, can it's see not that. my favorite way, but it's I still yeah. had one cold and they're still good. Yeah. So. Yeah. Let's talk about Wednesday nights. So mm-hmm. here's something. Here's a habit we changed. Wednesday night nights when I was a meat eater, Larissa used to and she Larissa was working uh uh full time at another job. She used to bring home it was paranormal night, so one of my rituals, one of my bad habits was that she'd bring home this my favorite food, so I could watch my favorite show. My favorite food is nachos. But these were like chicken, mm-hmm. fajita nachos or something. And you probably had like 2,000 calories. And they were for super the greasy. Were, yeah, they I, would, super I would greasy. stop and pick them up on the yeah. way home from work. So, of course, we stopped doing that. And I think the restaurant even closed where they you did. used to get yeah. them. <laughs> but I still wanted to find just a healthier way to do this on Wednesday nights. And so Larissa started making tostadas at home. Mm-hmm. And why don't you talk about how you make them? Because, I mean, healthy-wise, it just... The other ones are just, this doesn't hold even close to, (laughs) this is like a lot healthier for you. Uh, Yeah. And 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 it just shows you don't have to give up favorite. You just have to find ways to make Mm -hmm. your favorite things just a little bit healthier. Exactly. And, you know, sometimes I do make not actual nachos where I'll cut the tortillas in quarters, but I've just found that it's easier just to do it tostadas and they taste the same. it's the same thing to me. (laughs) It's just the same thing, but. Two big nachos instead of. 
you know, six little ones. ones. (laughs) Um, So what I start when I started doing this, I was just using the the tortillas, the corn tortillas that we would buy at the grocery store, the HEB brand, you know, the store brand. And uh, then I discovered in at Whole Foods in the refrigerator section, like where the cheese and the butter and stuff is, that I, I discovered these Ezekiel sprouted corn tortillas. These things are the bomb. So really quick, for folks who might not know what sprouted means, you want to talk just a, just a bit about that? Right. Well, um, they're delicious. First of all, they these are. tortillas are You can are tell amazing. the difference. Yes. Um, but yeah, so a couple of the purported benefits of sprouted grains and you, you know you see sprouted bread, bread and everything mm-hmm. popping up all over now haha <laughs> no pun intended popping uh-huh. up sprouted yeah okay uh but it's you know i think the jury's still out on it yeah. of course and there's always controversy with anything yeah, you like be careful, and sometimes my... there's these little fads that come <laughs> right. through, right you just want to be smart about it but for us it tastes better yeah it does but a couple of the purported benefits are that sprouting activates enzymes in the grains that are not uh, activated when they're just used in their, you know, plain state, I guess, plain. Is mm-hmm. that is that right? Plain. Yeah. Uh, and then also that they may, it may increase the nutrient value or vitamins in them. But that, you know, that's not... Taste it. I mean, proven. it doesn't yeah. taste any different because they probably are a little more expensive, right? They are a little more expensive, yeah. but I'll tell you what, these things just blow the other ones they out do. of the water. They do. You know, and they're, you can see the grain, you know, they're, they're bigger pieces of grain of mm-hmm. corn and they're just so good. All right. So how do you make these things for, for the tostadas? Okay. Well, it's super simple. I just, um, spray a, a cookie sheet a little bit with some olive oil spray. And then I put the tortillas on there, spray both sides of the tortilla lightly. And then I just brush the, the tortillas, the tops of the tortillas with lime juice, fresh lime juice and sprinkle them with chili powder and then sprinkle them with sea salt, stick them in the oven. And I think I usually do like 350 to 375. <laughs> and watch them. And watch them, yeah. <laughs> oh, I burned a lot of them. Uh, just like I burned toast the, yeah, and waffles. That goes on a toaster, and, yeah. yeah. But, uh, well, I get busy doing other stuff, you know. <laughs> She's She definitely multitasks, so. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes there are casualties. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, yeah, I set the sprinkler, I mean the sprinklers, I set the smoke detector off the other day. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so you just put them in there. I usually put them for maybe eight minutes on one side, eight to 10 minutes on one side, then go in, turn them over, you know, to get the other side and about to eight to 10 minutes, just keep an eye on them. It may need a little bit longer than that. And then toppings. Refried beans. We get the, now you want to make sure to get vegetarian refried beans. The, which one do we use? We use, actually, now we use the HEB ones. We H-E-B? used to use okay. That's uh, our local Rosarita, grocery. I think. But Just check the ingredients. Yeah. I mean, there's some good brands out there now that, that will say vegetarian. And ours are organic. So. Uh-huh, organic, vegetarian. And then if you're vegetarian and you eat dairy, then cheese. Or if you're vegan, then vegan cheese. Vegan or cheese. you can leave it off altogether. Mm-hmm. Lettuce, tomato. I love pico de gallo. Pico de gallo is... Cut up tomatoes, serrano peppers, onions, Onion. and cilantro. Larissa detests yeah. pico de gallo. And because of the cilantro. The cilantro, Ugh. primarily. Yeah. But it's also, even the mild tend to be kind of spicy for you, because they have some sort of pepper. Mm-hmm. Right. Avocados. What a great source of healthy fats. We've mm-hmm. talked about, we talked about that a couple of podcasts ago, or was it, no, it was last, last podcast, mm-hmm. where we talk about our favorite one ingredients. Avocados, great, healthy. I usually slice half of one and then cut it up in little pieces and put it up on on top 
Right. And then, I mean, you can, some people do olives, you know, black olives. I'm not a, an olive person either, but whatever you put on nachos, you can put on these. That's right. All right. Okay. And then our last one that we wanted to talk about is Fridays. Fridays are pizza night. And instead of doing Little Caesars now or Papa John's, which we don't order from Papa John's anymore anyway. We wouldn't even if we wanted yeah. pizza. <laughs> uh, but uh, we make Some our own. Some of these are so disgusting. Have you oh. seen the commercials? I mean, oh, yeah, we saw one together. What was it with the Fritos on top of it? Yeah, so it's a chili oh, Frito pie pizza. And then that Little Caesars has the one that has a pretzel crust and yeah. the nacho cheese sauce. And oh, I know. Makes me want to just. Well, th- this one, I will tell you, I do not get sick of. Larissa kind of got a little bit sick of this one because we were doing it so much because it's one this is probably on the top of my favorites <laughs> even above the tostadas i, I will say because mm. you know i could eat this but yeah she we always keep these whole food whole foods 365 brand thin cu- crusts around we usually have we are that's one thing we just keep around that's one of our yeah. staples yeah i buy when i go to whole foods because there's not one near us i have to go across town to to get it to go to whole foods and so when I go, I make my trips count. So I buy like four loaves of the whole grain bread that we use and I keep them in the freezer and I buy like three packages of these pizza crusts and the pizza crusts come two to a package um, and those stay in the pantry until you open it and then you just put the second one in the refrigerator. Uh, I also buy extra of the pasta sauce, the pizza sauce that we use. So I kind of stock up when I go. Yeah, let's talk about the pizza sauce because that is really good too. It is. I found this. I had been on a quest similar to my bacon quest. I was on a pizza sauce quest to find one that wasn't too sweet because I don't like it too sweet, that what that didn't have too much stuff in it, you know. And so I tried different brands and I found this one. It's I've only seen it at Whole Foods. The brand is Organicville. Well, I, okay, let me amend that. I've seen it at Whole Foods, and I've also seen it in our Amazon store, because you can get it on Amazon. <laughs> so I added it and the pasta sauce version of it to our Amazon store. Uh, so, you know, if you if you can't find it locally, you can get it there, and we will get a small commission if you click through our link. No extra charge to you. No charge. So, yeah, this pizza sauce, the brand is Organicville, and it's the per- it's the perfect seasoning. It's tangy, but not too tangy. It's not too sweet. This the oregano. You can taste the oregano. You can taste uh, the the fresh herbs or the the herbs in there, and I really like it. Yeah, what's also great is this pizza heats up great mm-hmm. as well the next day. All right. So we use the getting back to the crust. We use the wheat variety. There's a wheat and there's a just a plain regular variety. And I've tried that one when they didn't have the wheat. I didn't care for it. I don't remember that. You don't? Yeah. No. Well, I do. Because I, I knew what it was. <laughs> I knew the difference. <laughs> yeah, you knew. But the thing about this is it's really, really thin. And it's already formed. It's already, you know, round crust. You just brush it with a little oil or spray it with, with spray. Put your top, your sauce, your toppings, and then put it in the oven. It's 400 for like 20, 20 22 minutes or so. And it comes out. It gets nice and crisp. And we both like the crisp. I love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we put, what do we put on ours? We usually put spinach, mushrooms, and then jalapenos on your half. But I mean, you a can put... A lot of jalapenos on my half. Yeah. But you can put <laughs> any, you know, any pizza stuff on it that you like. All right. So hopefully these recipes will help you throughout the week as you're busy with kids or whatever commitments you've got going on. These are just some great recipes that we really, li- we really like having just throughout the week. I would say... 
probably the most common one we have out of these is the pizza, mm-hmm. right? That's the one we have mostly around. But, um, you know, we're going to have links to all of these, and then we have other recipes out there as well, so you're mm-hmm. welcome to try that. And we also try to share these uh, other recipes from other sites with you guys out on the website. I recently shared one, I'm sorry, on Facebook. I recently shared one that was... 22 vegan lunch ideas, mm-hmm. things like that. So things that can help you throughout the week. And our Pinterest board. And our, our yeah, Pinterest don't forget account. about our Pinterest board. Mm-hmm. Lots of stuff out there. Right. Vicky does a really, really great job of keeping that up. All right. So typically we have the recipe of the week at this point, but I think we just gave you some <laughs> recipes. So we weren't going to add another recipe on no. that. So we actually gave you, what, four recipes of right. the week. This and, week. you know, I just thought of another one, and it's that that's our four bean chili that yes. we have on the website as well. Put, go ahead and put that I'll, one in the I show notes I'll too. add yeah, that That's a really good one, especially right now as it's getting cold outside. Mm-hmm. Right. So what about the quote? What's our All quote? All right. So let's get into the quote of the week, which is by Cesar Chavez. And he said, if you really want to make a friend, go to someone's house and eat with him. The people who give you their food give you their heart. That's awesome. Isn't that cool? Yeah, that's really cool. I like that one. All right. If you enjoyed this podcast and you really like hanging out with us, please consider heading out to iTunes and leave us leaving us a rating. A five-star rating would be absolutely amazing. But we want you to leave whatever you feel is fair. And you can also, as Larissa mentioned earlier in the podcast, head out to Facebook. You like our page. And also consider joining our Peas and Carrots Society where you can uh, hear what questions other people have, help maybe to answer some. We don't know all the answers. And uh, or you can uh, ask a question yourself. Yeah. And once we, once we get that going more and we've got some more members, I've got some really fun activities and, and things that I'm going to be putting start putting in the in the group itself. All right. Well, I think that does it for this episode. And I think we're about to get hit by a thunderstorm here. So we probably need to be signing off. Anyways. Oh, OK, well, then on, we'll see you next time on to episode 78. Peace out. Bye. Thanks for joining us today on Vegetarian Zen. We've created a free resource for you to show you five ways to sneak more fruits and veggies into your diet. You can download it right now by visiting vegetarianzen.com. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind. 